Welcome to the second episode of They Promise Me Ponies, hashtag corruption of a man podcast. Today we're talking about the worst things that we've ever done and hoping that you won't judge us too bad. But first, a word from our sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, that's my choice, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started today because that's the only way to do it. How would you like to make $75 for free? It's real simple. Click the link on our Instagram bio at Corrupted Podcast and sign up for Varo. That's V-A-R-O. Varo is a bank that allows you to get your paychecks up to two days faster, has thousands of no-fee ATMs, and has the ability of Apple Pay and Cash App. The best part is that they'll cover overdrafts up to $50 for no additional fee. All you have to do is set up your first initial direct deposit, and that $75 will get deposited into your bank account that same day. Click the link today to get started and get your free money. And now we're back. Let's dive right in. I want to introduce my amazing guest that I have in the studio with me today. Let's go around the room. Y'all can introduce yourself. Hey, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ yeah. Why are you just, listen, I told you to go to her he first. He said around the room. Okay, yeah, round could be anywhere. Rounds has oh, no, round has no corners. Anyways. <laughs> Technically, I'm in the middle and I want to go My clockwise, God. so we're going to go to you first, and then, then we go around. I'm your boy Colors from Fame Radio, in case you don't know, also the host of I'll Take My News with Coffee, and I am absolutely schmitten to be on this episode today. <laughs> Wait, oh, they we're promised so me ponies. Have you. Appreciate you. <laughs> now it's your fucking turn. Um, Angelique, the positive energy in the room, if you couldn't tell. You talk very, very breathy. I'm Angelique. <laughs> People tell me my voice is very calming, so thank you. I'm actually getting a little freaked out by it because I know you in real life, and that is not. <laughs> that is not how you talk at all. Yeah, right. False. Okay. <laughs> Wrong. No. <laughs> Wrong. Yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy Floyd Maxwell, Fame Radio, man. I'm a host of a lot of things, man. Jack of all trades, man. He's um, he's uh, really, really high right now. He's extremely man, I'm high, high off right life, now. man. I'm just chilling. He's just living, just living you know. life, I'm just baby. You know. Living life, you know. So let's dive right into these topics that we have for today, which is what is the worst things that you've ever done in life that make you really regret some of those decisions that you've done. I know I have many that will take hours of this podcast. <laughs> We're not going to do that today. So let me open up around open up around the table. Mm -hmm. What do you guys really think is that one thing that you judge people about? What do you what do you really judge people over? Well, I'm not God, man. So I, I don't really judge nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? I have my thoughts and opinions on things. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know what I'm saying? I don't really, that's not really my job to be out here judging people, like, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, you tell me what you tell me. I have my thoughts and opinions. You have your thoughts and opinions. And as adults, you know, we can agree to disagree or we can agree to, you know, to 
look forward instead of looking at the past. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out here who haven't really got their just due. And some people may have, you know what I'm saying, may have. But at the same time, it get to the point where it's like, you know, as far as like, you know, me judging somebody, that's not what I'm here for. I kind of agree, man. Like, I don't really like to judge anybody for anything. But at the same point, I will look at what you've done and been like, oh, fuck, that's awful. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, as far as maybe, um, that, I, maybe I, I, judging people is a bad thing, but putting a either a stereotype on, on being a certain person. So, like, I talk about this all the time where I talk, talk about being – a used car salesman and it comes with just a negative connotation right away that you're a sleazebag you're a piece of shit because you got to understand man in marketing they teach you about word complex you see what i'm saying you have certain things as far as salesman you already think snake why because you didn't had somebody be sold a fucking used car from somebody that don't work you know what i'm saying it was a lemon we got plenty of issues out there the reason why we have a seven day lemon law Sorry for you know. that. I just spilt everything all over the studio. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys, if you heard that in the background. Yeah. He does that often. I mean, people people get that stereotype with uh, calling you a piece of shit in the car business because uh, we work there. Yeah. And there has been a lot of asshole shit that we've had to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've gotten away with some things selling cars that I feel bad about to this day. There's one particular lady that I really gave the fucking shaft to if you want to call it oh, and i yeah. you know what i mean those and were the best deals though i feel bad but it, it, it but yeah. see and that's the thing too though i feel like like i always tell people life you is too. a matter of perspective <laughs> you see what i'm saying like you know like in the corporate world that's like the equivalent to like you know being a crack salesman you know because at the end of the day you know you sell somebody a dream you see what i'm saying and you don't you know what i'm saying it, you really give them a false reality especially when it comes to like selling like used cars they're like lemons, having a whole fucking a whole bunch of, of cars that you know don't sell. You know what I'm saying? That really could fuck up somebody's whole life. The same way that you know what I'm saying I could have if I'm on a block and I'm taking somebody's fucking money that she could be you know buying her kid something for. You see what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it gets to the point where it's, you know it's a matter of perspective. Do you have a judge about people? I don't of necessarily like to judge people, but I look at the way that you treat other people. I feel like that says a lot about you, especially if you're Agreed. just if you're a person that you you're not. Let's not even say you're in a position of power. Like let's say you're at a restaurant, just the way that you treat the people who are serving you, like the way that you, I don't know, treat the atmosphere around you. I feel like just, those are the kind of people I judge. Because yeah, I mean, because you you just it makes it says a lot about you as a person to see the way that you treat people. Facts. So that, that to me, that's kind of the answer I was looking for was, you know, it's those people in life. Those are the people I judge. Those are the real assholes. As far as doing bad things, doing bad things doesn't matter. Not, not good even necessarily thing, judge, though, like, though. Just kind of look yeah. at them like, what happened to you in life? Like, it makes me question what happened to you in life that makes you treat people this way. It makes me look at them on a deeper level of like, what is but yeah, but, wrong with your inner self? This guy's always burping on podcasts, by the way. It's just a, maybe I have like a gastro, <laughs> a gastrointestinal problem. Problem. Yeah. I just spew gas out of both ends, <laughs> like a fucking unopened um, open pipe. I'll stop. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the car business because Colors and I worked in the car business for many years, mm -hmm. and you know this that to me, I feel like a piece of shit for the things that I've done. And I can think back to probably the first time I ever got called a scumbag. I'll never forget the guy's name. I will not say his name for privacy reasons. 
I still remember where he lives and what I sold him. But he comes in and he has an Irish accent. And he oh, goes, yeah. yeah. And he goes, Alex. And I said, hey, my friend, how are you? And I did that in an accent too, but I don't fucking have an Irish accent, <laughs> clearly. And he's like, don't call me your friend. You're a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And it fucking broke my heart. You kind of said that with the accent too, and then just <laughs> yeah, transitioned out of it. So I thought you were him for a minute. I was like, wait, 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 it's going back to him now. It's it's tough to break an accent once you start one. Oh, I know then. Oh, uh, yeah, no, not that. Don't do that. That's that'll be a whole other episode. One Absolutely one horrible. <laughs> Hashtag kill. Damn. <laughs> Double kill. You bloke. <laughs> now you're just throwing shit out there. I feel like now you're just kind of going well, out. I don't know. I don't have. It's an like accent, a, a so combination of like Red Dead and like fucking. Oh, my Red Dead voice is the great. Walking the Walking Dead. Want to hear my Red Dead voice? I want to hear. It. It's like a combination. I'm gonna show you my. You know about this. I do it. This town ain't big enough for the two of us, Montgomery. Yo, your pistols. What is? What What are some good Western names? I feel like I feel like Gregory. 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 Gregory Hans. Mahogany Frederick. No. <laughs> yeah, no. no. That's a good I like one. that one the best. Yeah, False. Mahogany. That's a good one. Mahogany. For Western. Mahogany. He's, he's gonna be named Mahogany. They wasn't yeah. even. They was not creative like that. My then. name is as hard as my heart. <laughs> that was corny. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be afraid of you. Mahogany. I'm stealing your horse. If your name, if you was in my you know region, I'm stealing your horse. But see, well, Stay you don't know. Horse. He was—he was, he was yes. just a carpenter, though. <laughs> That's how he got yeah, the name. I just yeah. nail things to a floor for a living. <laughs> Those saloons had to get built somehow. No, yeah, the, the funding had to get built. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember the car business. What you remember? When I was working in the car business, it was okay. this poor lady. Poor, I'll call her poor lady because she was literally like she was literally li- poor. she was literally poor, and I literally felt bad for her. So it was like a double whammy. Wow. Um. And she literally—I don't mean to laugh, but—and you know how when they used to, you know, when you're buying the car, you have to have proof of income. And the lady was clearly on like disability and had like a set income. And I sold this lady. I think it was in oh—I want to say like in oh four. Um, it was like an Accord, which would go for what you think realistically twelve thirteen thousand dollars at that point when we were selling this was like in what how many years ago maybe this was like 2008 2010 somewhere around there yeah it really wasn't that it wasn't terrible i sold that car for to to that lady for uh, about twenty one thousand (laughs) dollars i don't even know and it was it was clearly used (laughs) it wasn't even like a, a nice model yeah, it wasn't like brand new. Was she like fifty? No. She was old, and she was. Di- oh, okay. That, you can't get away with right, right, shit right, like right, that right. with somebody young. And clearly showed me. Clearly showed the paperwork. You trying to charge me up? And clearly showed the paperwork where she was on 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 a set income, and it didn't. Get, and it was like for like for, it was like foreign change a month. Like it was uh-huh. fucking awful. Yeah. And she was there with her son. That was. Uh, I think I had a disability also. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a real piece of shit thing for me to do. But I was like, listen. Well, speak on it. I don't, I don't have a place to live at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I am not a good person at the moment. So it's either me give you a good deal and I don't make money or I fuck you and I need money for my situation is how I kind of looked at it at the time. Hell Ouch. yeah. Ouch. I mean, but Ouch. this is what I always tell people that life is a matter of perception because like, I look at it like, you know what I'm saying? That's like a thought of survival. If, like, I would probably look at it like you probably a cornball if you, like, had the money, you had millions, 
And then all of a sudden, like, you know what I'm saying, somebody come and, like, you know what I'm saying, you know for a fact that you don't want the car. You charge him up, just, and you know for a fact that that car is not even that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I would say, all right, you're a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? You deserve some shit to happen to you. But, like, in a situation like that, that's kind of like what capitalism brings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? When the music stops, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got to, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got to lose their home. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it, that's just the reality of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When when music stops, somebody get left out. Somebody don't get that chair, and that's how society works. Very true. I mean, Especially in jobs like that, I feel like it takes a a certain type of person to be in sales time jobs. I know I could never because I'm just a nice person and I always try to relate to the to the people around yeah. me so I'd be awful they'd fire me immediately because I'd be like well, this is not a deal for you fire yourself yeah definitely because you just say, the thing is it's like this I right? got to that point though and that's and where business, I kind of left and, and business, I feel like a lot of people yeah. do leave because they start to feel the guilt of it and they're like you know what I, I can't well that's just, the reason what makes a real good salesman right like I, I knew I knew from a, a young age that I, I wasn't a salesman that's the reason why I went into marketing because you know what I'm saying I feel as though there's an art to getting people to you to want to even buy in the first place so like because at the end of the day there is no room for ethics in business if somebody if that salesman was to t- if colors would just sit back and tell you yo you can probably get a better car up the street yeah, definitely. you know what i'm saying for a better price sell. and it's better durability it'll last longer the tires is better and the air conditioner works this shit really don't work i just put some free on in it and you know what i'm saying <laughs> shit really don't work you yeah. know what i'm saying i was just trying to trick your dumb ass but hey it is what it is <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh go up the street to bob and them well, that's why it takes a certain you know what I'm saying? type of Colors person. Colors in them would not be in business long. I'll tell you that right now. That's why it takes a certain type of person to be in that environment. Somebody who knows exactly what they're getting themselves so into. you got to be heartless. And have, yeah, and you have to be okay with so that. Thing is you, you gotta, it's not really heartless. It's reshaping your mind. You see what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's just like any profession you know, that somebody does. That's like an, um, an off market or black market you know what I'm saying, profession. You see what I'm saying? You have to have a different mind frame to do some of these things. Because like, it's like a, an arms dealer. You know, honestly, you could be selling these arms to somebody for some kid that's going to get killed, you know what I'm saying, uh, in a drive-by shooting accidentally. You just got you know to push it saying? out of your mind, though, and think of in it. In his mind, he's like, Duh, that's not my fucking problem. Let's like, hear, that's not my fault. Let's hear your... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me hear I, you. I, I know there's a, so, I know like, there's a I, plethora. I can, of them. I can tell. Yeah, that, that like I said, we could spend hours on the actual stories, but there's one in particular that I could think of, and this kind of goes into what you were just talking about, it's all about perception of really not being that bad of a person. Like, you did what you had to do to make a paycheck. Yeah. I did what I did because I liked the feeling of screwing people over, in a way. that it, Once you did it once, you, bum, wanted, you bum, wanted to do it bum. again. <laughs> because all of a sudden now, the money comes in, and the money's great in the car business. So did Super you good. actually like the money, or did you like that feeling of power over somebody else? So the money makes you want more power and more money. So it wasn't necessarily that you liked the feeling of screwing them over. It was you liked the money and you were willing to do whatever it took. To do get whatever it took. Exactly. And that's why I don't think it, when I look back at it now, maybe I'm not such a bad person for it because it's like, hey, listen, people get greedy. I took a step back afterwards. So We can definitely alter a person, though, for sure. Definitely. So like now now I'm not greedy. Now I, I share everything I have. I, I'll give you the shirt off my back. Literally, I actually gave you a shirt this morning. Merch coming, <laughs> by the way. So, yes. yeah, it looks amazing, by the way. Mm. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the artist. I'm the guy. He's the guy. No pun intended. Go ahead. So, <laughs> I'll never forget. It was a Saturday afternoon in the car lot, and we closed at five o'clock on a Saturday. And we just wanted to go out and drink, and that's typically all we did on a Saturday night. Was I there? 
You were there. Okay. You were there at this point. Okay. Um, because most of the time I'd be waiting for a ride from you or you'd be waiting for a ride from me. Yes. And we'd always make it. We'd live together at the time. No homo. Yeah, no homo. It, it wasn't like that. No, it was good. Yeah, we were just great. friends in a house. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 459 rolls around, about ready to close up the lot, thinking, all right, like this weekend's about to get started. No. This old fuck and his grandson come strolling on the lot, looking at all the most expensive cars. And I'm just like, okay, he's here to impress his grandson and make him feel good. Oh, I know who this is. Oh, yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. It, so this is the single-handedly the biggest score I ever made in the car business. So we're walking around, and of course, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get him off the lot without my manager coming at me and being like, why the fuck are you letting that guy go? Mm-hmm. But, okay, listen, I'll take you for a test drive. This is the car that you want. It was an Infiniti G35, the G37 SX. Silver. Four all-wheel drive, Silver. Coupe. Yes. Amazing. Drove it personally. Great. Sexy car. Yes. Fastest car I ever drove. I think I hit a buck forty seven on the highway in it. It was oh. <laughs> 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 sounded like a happy car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a happy guy. <laughs> so we go for the test drive and I'm like, all right, I'm taking you for the fucking quickest test drive of your life. So we go we maybe go a half a mile up the street, okay? And I'm like, Yeah, we gotta turn it around. I'm like, we're closing up soon. So as he's turning around, he pulls into a Walmart parking lot, and now he wants to get out of the car, look at it, inspect it. He's like, how much is this car anyway? So I said, oh. So I'm like, let me check. So I pull out my phone, pull up the website. I'm like, it's twenty nine eighty eight. I said it just like that. Oh, I remember this. Listen to this. This part is key. Yes, this is the most important part, too. Twenty nine eighty eight. So when you hear twenty nine eighty eight, what number do you think? That's where that's the exactly, fucking comes in. Exactly. So that's exactly what he thought. Okay. But I said it so fast. What I really meant was 20988 So we're now all of a sudden he, he's done inspecting so the car. So now you're almost him on another 10 grand. Exactly. So now we're, we're driving back. Okay. And he's like, I like it. I'm like, so let me ask him if the numbers were agreeable. Is this something you want to take home today? He goes, I'll give you 25000 for it right now. I'll pay for it. I'll put, give you half in cash, and I'll finance the rest of that perfect And product. at that point, he's still. So now now this triggers it in my head. It's, what the fuck is he thinking offering me $25,000 for a car I just told him was only twenty one. <laughs> so, so that now, wasn't necessarily a fault. Though. You didn't do it on purpose. It was just but he, he gets mis- better. misunderstood. But he gets better. So, yeah, he, it all started with misunderstanding. So go back in. I said, so now it just the salesman mentality clicked in. Of, well, I don't know if I can do twenty five thousand. Let me go talk to my boss and see if I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you hear that? You hear that innocent laugh? Like it, it went for a laugh to, ooh, like, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question: When salesmen say, "Let me go talk to my boss," do you guys actually really talk to your boss? Or are you just in the back? No, we no, do. Most but of the time, most yeah, time we're getting yeah, yelled at. Most by of the, yeah, most of the time we're getting fucked. I always thought you guys knew the answer already and just were going back there. We know. Sometimes we did. No, I never knew the answer because when it, okay, so first off, <clears throat> the only way we knew the prices of the cars is if you went on the website, which he didn't <laughs> allow, but you, everybody had a phone, or if you ended up sneaking a price sheet, which was almost impossible to get, but we used to get them. So they used to make you walk around the car lot 
look at the cars, look at what they had, and then base it off there. And if anybody had it had a question for a price, you would always have to dance around the question until wow. you got them inside to do it. The key was getting you inside. Jesus. Yes, because once you're so in there, so they don't have the the prices on the car. No, with the sticker. no, no. no. Wow. But you know, when you're in your head, you have a rough idea. I've seen that. No, I, I've seen. I've seen, I, Every time I go to something like, I don't go to them janky ass. Like you know what I'm saying, that, that's to me. Like I don't know. It's different when I buy cars. Every time I went to a car, the price is right in there. I know exactly how much it is. A lot of places do that. do that now. Yeah, definitely. you know what I'm saying it because seems suspicious as hell for me. When you don't this was, was, with no price, you gotta look. This was almost fucking. This is a long time ago. This yeah, you gotta is, understand. Yeah, and plus, it, it depends what type ago. of yeah. It depends what type of car lots you have. Cause like, yeah, it looks like you a lot of people is not really like. Even sure. back then, when you talking about that, that's like a big investment. You can't just put me on to yo man. And you know no, what I'm corona. saying? This is gonna be twenty five thousand, and you was only expecting to pay eighteen. Yeah, if we I only have allowed, eighteen. We weren't allowed to talk numbers yeah. unless until we got you the customer into. And if you gave the customer a number and not standing up. You had to be in a seat. Always have them seated at your desk. You could not be up and walking around. If you had the what? customer up and walking around, you were in trouble. You were getting your ass whooped. Whooped. Well, the thing is, you're not supposed to. Is I, I mean, I feel the logic. It's for, all for about sales control. It's because it's supposed to be about control. control it's funny. It's funny, right? Like when you sit back, because like as far as marketing and sales, like we always go back and forth, and you know we joked about this off camera. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the 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 mind frame of the both departments. It's just funny to see how you guys think and how you guys have to close sales for mm-hmm. customers that we brought you. They Legit. didn't train you for that, though, right? This, is this yeah, they, they train you. They, they do train, train you for that. You in like, yeah, for high-pressure situations. Yeah. Sometimes sales companies will even go they, as far they, as they, they give you a pitch, you. They right? They give you like a run-up. They give yeah, you like they a give quick... You a, yeah, yeah, and you kind of go off of that. And depending yeah. on what type of sales, it's almost like acting, right? Yeah, they legit. give you a script, right? But in that script, you can kind of go off script if... You know, they tell you the main the points of what you yeah. need to do yeah, when you yeah. take it from there. But they let you that. know when you started, like, hey, you're not going to be talking about prices. Your of course, main goal is going to be yeah. get yeah, them yeah. inside, yes. get yeah, them yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. down. Yeah. So they give you the yeah. they give you the basic breakdown, and then it's on you to make it your own. But it starts at the lot. So it starts at when you walk in. Uh, the minute you walk in onto the lot, yeah. if you leave at that point without you coming into the building... It's on us. Yep. Because you gotta look at the you gotta look at the mind frame, right? The mind frame is, right? The marketing has already been set for them to want a car, right? Now as a salesman That's how they look at it, is you're here for a reason. But this is what I'm saying though. As far as marketing is concerned, this is what it is. I sent them there. Now it's your job to close them for whatever car that they fucking want. We've already did they know all the information about the cars because we didn't did that. So now your job At that point there was no info. Yeah. And so Not when we were point. in the business we were really in the pre-internet era of cars. Yeah, sales. but they still had cars and, and, online. And, 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 like that's the, but, that's the whole. I mean, this. not online. They still had uh, newspapers so, and, and, and get this though. The their marketing, friends and the marketing department and the marketing people that got you there onto the lot. Yeah. also worked for us. Yeah, well, that's the whole, yeah. You, should, you can. So you can, they yeah. weren't giving them that information because that, we were all on the same team at that point. Well, as far as we never, we never. Like, I was there to make them money. They were there to make us money. Exactly. Yeah, as far as the, the only prices is brand new prices. Like when you go there, brand new and, and a lot of like now yeah, nowadays brand new is, is different. Brand new is different because it's is on TV. But I'm just speaking as far as back then. Yeah, yeah you yeah. may not have known the price, but you have known the car that you've wanted. You see you what I'm saying? Have, and plus, so you know no. what type of car. You may not have known the price because you know you're trying to buy it used. And people could have. 
went online and looked, but you got to look. It was but this is this ago. is twenty years ago. There is no there, there is really no going online. Yeah, first really off, there was no online on phones. Like you wasn't going. There online was. On it was the year two thousand. It definitely was. But it wasn't really like that, now. Nah, it you're not gonna. Three G was Yeah, three G. I don't think it was even three G. I probably think it was two G. Depending on what you had, a lot of people still have flip phones at that point. Because as far as two, if you're talking about two thousand, think about it. We're only we're only past we're only entering the five G. You're saying error. So you yeah, the one G error would be the first sidekick ever made. That's so you got 1G. this guy on five. You got this guy on twenty five. So yeah, yeah, let's dive back into that. We so I got this guy on twenty five thousand dollars committed, ready to buy this car. So I tell him, okay, I don't know if I can do that. Let me go in. If I can do it, what kind of deposit could you leave me today? That they always wanted some kind of commitment from the customer. So he pulls out one of his credit cards. He's like, I'll leave you the ten grand on this right now. <laughs> okay. And you so, need a you need a deposit. You could first off, you couldn't go up to that. You can leave though, as long as you give a deposit with the car. Well, the minute you get a deposit, we got well, you. You know, you don't want to leave. You know, they don't ever let you leave. No, with the we car. literally leave have with a commitment to, to keep the we car used to let for people you. Leave with cars in certain instances, but uh, yeah, you need to go. Like you would have to have something collateral. We'll call it collateral because sometimes it wasn't always money. You would have to you would have to leave your desk to go talk to the boss with collateral. Yes, because now think of the banker from. What's that? What's that show with Howie Mandel? You're on the other side of the fence here, pal. No idea. The one with the banker. You pick the cases. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that show. Yeah, uh, let's make a deal. No, that's not it. That's Whose not line it. is it anyway? No, with the suitcase. <laughs> the with the suitcase. Yeah, deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. So <laughs> think of how the banker would call with an offer. That was the boss in the back. Yeah. So we would have to go and kind of set up to, the same. Yeah. 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 So we'd go. We'd talk to the banker, the boss. And he would determine what that next thing would be. So I go up, I have my deposit, I'm ready to go. So I tell them exactly what I have here. And it's in the, what we called in the car business, a bunny. It, they were called bunnies tweet, 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 tweet. because they, they were tweet. just so easy to shoot. They come up to you and they're friendly and they're just, oh yeah, look at me, I'm a bunny. And then you fucking blast them But off. the thing that I used to hate about going up there for the first, the first meeting was... You already had him at a five thousand uh, dollar bump, bump, right? And then you would go in there for the first meeting. They would know you already had him at five, and then they'd hit you with something even more ridiculous. And that's exactly what. No, happened. can't do it. Now they hit you with. Wow. So, so now, would you have a lie to them and tell them that the offer was lower than they initially said, so it looked like you were? You know what I mean? Get no, no, no. I think you, absolutely. Not. No, I mean your boss. I mean, the tell salesman. You, t- like, if you you said he offered twenty five, would you ever tell your boss, oh, he offered twenty? So no, that, hell no. no. Why no, would you? Because, that's no, you coming out of your pocket. Exactly. That's money that I'm making. You're getting commission off of that. Yeah, but also, what happens if you say the twenty-five and he says slaps it down? No, and then you go back with another offer. Now that that's exactly what just, happens. What happens when they want to walk away? Though you already so, have, you can't. We took your deposit. We have your money at the at the So desk. you do it after you get the deposit. Yeah. Exactly. So now you can't leave because now I got either your credit card. Yeah, but you can always get or... your deposit back though. A lot, a lot of those, you always can be able to get your deposit back. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I'm but, saying? So I can always be like, yo, I don't want the car. Give my deposit it's back. Very, it's very rare it that you're actually going to get your deposit back. Don't get me wrong. There, there were times where you had no choice because we just really couldn't make ends meet. But once I had that deposit from you, it was almost a lock every time. That closed right Well, yeah, that, that's that's the mind frame of a salesman. But from a consumer standpoint, from a law standpoint, if I want my shit back, you're going to have to give it to me. So that's the the mentality that you're probably going with. You know what I'm saying? As no, far as being, what a, happened, yeah, we it's had legit we, what we happened. had cops called on us all the time Definitely. at the dealership. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's tough. So okay, yeah, jumping back thinking. into it again. Yeah, get there. Now I I talk to the banker. The banker says, 
no, we're not we're not selling it for twenty five thousand. He sends me back in at twenty seven thousand six hundred. Mm-hmm. So now now it's my job to go in and bump this guy up an extra twenty six hundred dollars. Okay, so I go, I build my confidence up. My boss looks at me. He said, "Don't fuck this up." <laughs> legit, <laughs> first legit thing, words. First thing he said, "Don't fuck this up." So I go back in. Now the guy doesn't want to budge over twenty five thousand. I get him up to twenty six thousand. Took maybe another forty five minutes or so. I'm like, "Listen, you, you love the car. It's everything you wanted. Twenty six thousand. Let's wrap it up." He's like, "Okay." So now I go back up to the banker and. 26000 still wasn't good enough for him. Damn. Oh, my God. He wanted more. So now we send in what we call TOs, or takeovers. And that that's your manager who will come in because a new face. People like that. Mm-hmm. Now it shows like, hey. You're not dealing with this fucking clown anymore. Exactly. You're sending somebody else. Now you're sending in a guy who fucking knows what he's talking about. Yep. So now my manager comes in, and I fucking hated this guy. He was a... If I thought I was a piece of shit, he, I hope he gets fucking corona. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, it was rough. Judge. Still feel that way to this day, too. Wow. Yeah. So he goes in, okay? He gets this some bitch up to 27.6. Mm-hmm. Exactly what they wanted all along. <laughs> he goes, okay, he's going to take the car home today. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know... He, we gave him a dealer plate for the night. Like, we weren't letting that guy leave without the car. Yep. He left his old car there. I went to his house the next day and picked it up to do the VIN check and all that fun stuff that Rhode Island requires. But Awful. Yeah, that was no fun. Mm-hmm. Single-handedly, the biggest deal I ever made, because we were making 25% so you have to commission split on... the commission when, since your boss had to come in? No. No, no. No. So, because they, they Luckily make, with they them, make their no. money. If I would have had to. Yeah, so, like, let's say he had a deal... And I went in to help him close the deal. If he was a better salesman than me, then so it's he different. Uh, exactly, a cool salesman versus a boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, big difference. That used to happen often. Yeah, we call those sharks. Often and they would come in and they would try to skate you on deals left and right. Half deals. Mm-hmm. They just take half deals for everything. Oh, I put plates on a car for you. Half a deal. Half a deal. Now we're talking a three hundred dollar commission. You would get and the bosses were fine with that. Like, oh, yeah. they used to encourage it. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting here doing the they doing the work, even though you just spent fucking you know previously eight hours with the fucking customer. You couldn't close. Fighting and fucking, I did. No, legit. No, it no, took no, me fifteen like, just, minutes. No, like, you like, had to butter them up. No, not I didn't even closing. Like you could literally like it. It could be my day off, and it just so happened that the bank would fund everything, and it would happen to be on my day off, and all you would have had to do for me was just. Put on the license plate and screw the screws. They'd have gave you half my money. Yeah, I deserved it. You didn't deserve shit. Yeah. <laughs> I deserved it. I deserved it. You shouldn't have had the day off. You should have came in and did that. that and that's left. what they said. That's exactly what they tell us. Jeez. That's what I would. That's how I feel. So that's, that's real shit. So that's when when I had children. Well, when I had children, I didn't have them at the same time. When I had my first kid, that was the point where I knew I didn't want to be in the car business anymore. Mm-hmm. I left. I it was the best thing I ever did. I wanted to have a work-life balance. I still really don't, in a way. But you went to uh, you went to New York for me. Yes, the fuck I did. Yeah, one time. I'll never forget that. I went to the Bronx DMV, got all the way there for them to tell me that I didn't have the necessary paperwork to register a car oh. in the state, in, state of New York. No. Awful. And you, you wonder what's fucked is that I'm pretty sure my license was suspended at that point. No, so I, I drove illegally. Yeah. Holy Christ. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, it's all right. It's perfectly legal now, clearly, but... 
Yeah, you're good now. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, Jesus At the time, Christ. so I drove through three states to get there, and, you know, they didn't give a fuck. They never do. Never did. So Car it, business is a uh, crazy place. It really is. And, and that's only... So that right there was a... We'll just say well over a thousand dollar commission. Absolutely. So that gives you an idea of the kind of money that you can make in the car business. Well, it seems like with the you you should have been getting more. No, you got them. You said the initial price was like around twenty thousand. Correct. You got them up to twenty seven thousand. You and only got a thousand of that. And that's a lot of the issue with the car business is owners trying to screw you over, and they'll give that you all seems these insane. bullshit. Insane. Yeah. That's why, they, and then there's a real high turnover rate in the in this business because guys like that feel like they get screwed. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I knew I was getting screwed, but I was content with where I was. Your paychecks were fucking. Sometimes they were either they were either, they were either amazing or they were fucking. You were hurting. I brought home a hundred and seventy four dollar paycheck one week. Never oh, I took. It. Remember that time I took home no pay, yeah, they no don't, paycheck. They don't pay you <laughs> yeah, hourly, right? Forget. Yeah, I took they no don't paycheck. Pay you it was a two hundred dollar um, base salary. Salary. Per week. And then, <clears throat> yeah, I went home with, after my deductions, everybody fucking knows about, I literally <laughs> went home with no paycheck that week. Yeah. Zilch. I worked fucking, and, and, and you didn't work 40 hours. Yeah, always worked 50, No 50 such thing. No such thing. 70. 50, 65, 70. You were there from the time it opened to the time it ended. You were there on days off. You were there weekends. You were there, 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 there. I worked President's Day weekend, which is one of the biggest business, um, biggest weekends in the car business with a broken ankle. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't gonna miss out. If on you that had weekend. to fucking, if you, if you had things to do, if you had errands to run, you'd do them on your lunch break. Or we didn't even have a lunch break. You <laughs> no. used to have to take time off on the sales floor to go do what you had to do. And if you lost out on something that was happening while you were gone, you're fucked. Yep, and it would always happen. The moment you would leave that lot, so everybody, all the good customers would come in. A guy with an 800 That should have told you something. Like, I'll take six cars. All the good customers yeah. came in when you left? Yeah, that's not, I know. <laughs> tell, tell, you tell you something, right? Maybe there's a reason I'm why you left here. the car business. I'm over here fucking everybody. <laughs> no, you know what? After I, after I started turning around, like, the whole, you know, starting to fuck people and actually, you know, being honest with people and, and towards the end where I left, I still actually have customers as friends on Facebook and shit that still... No, you know, probably because still... they appreciated the honesty. They knew they were going to get fucked in some way, shape, or form, but appreciated the fact that you were honest with them. Yeah. So as long as you do it with a smile, selling yourself is rule number one in the car business. Yep. You sell yourself, and people will always come back to you. So that guy, the reason why I brought up this story is because that guy sent me his entire family to buy cars. He really thought that I did everything I possibly could to get him the best possible deal because I was genuine with myself. And he, he bought into me. And then you fucked over multiple generations. So I got <laughs> I got him, I got his wife, I got their son, and I'm pretty sure I got his brother. Jesus. Uh. Damn, sound like a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> got his because son, they thought his you didn't ever do, they all came and his, bought cars with you. His exactly. wife. Yeah, they used to refer. And the thing I used to like, uh, one of my favorite parts about selling cars was when we used to have that deal with the insurance company. Oh, where that boy. if if we if, and not not even re- like we would push because it would they said you know if you have people come to us, um, we'd give you a referral bonus for every customer. We used to just automatically hook that shit up. So the moment you came in came in and bought a car. Would be like, who's your insurance company? They'd be like, Progressive. We're like, not anymore. Not anymore. And now it's Diamond. Changed. Yeah. <laughs> now it's uh, Diamond Insurance. Yeah. So now we we Crazy. would we would personally drive this customer to the insurance company. 
make them pay whatever down payment it would be for the car. Yep. Uh, for the car insurance. And then that homeboy would cut us a check right there. Right there. Give you money right out the gate. You know, you know, I want to ask you a question, though, right? Shoot it off. Because, like, I didn't, I didn't bought a lot of cars. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest with you, I didn't got a lot of deals on cars. And I, and I go by deals as far as, like, a consumer is concerned. It's like, I don't even really go by the book value, even though, obviously, you always check that deals out definitely before happen. But like I'm, I like I'm, I, I'm not a salesman. I'm a person that wants to assist you to buy, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I'm not in sales. But having, you know, what I'm saying a sales background, I feel like, you know, what I'm saying like, how did you, how did you, uh, how did you deal with customers who were just as uh, kind of aggressive as you? More than the ones that you couldn't, you couldn't crack. Like the ones that you're like, all right, fuck it, man. So the here. ones that think they're the toughest. Yeah. Are always the easiest. Are always the easiest. So like, Every time. I can tell you firsthand, like, anytime I go in to buy some buy something from somewhere, yep. I'm one of the easiest people to sell to because I try to cut right to the point. That, Listen, uh-huh. this is what I want. Yep. This is the price I want to buy it at. Yep. Let's call it a day. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I just bought a card a couple of days ago. Yep. I walked in there, told uh-huh. them exactly what I was looking for. Boom. But those done. are the ones that I feel like you don't get the, real, the, the deals off of. You just, you make the sale. You don't really necessarily get a, a huge deal off of those no, type of people. No, because they would always jump at the first number you gave them. Yep. And we all know the first number, like we said from the story, the first number when we go back to the fucking manager is always the highest. Yeah. And they always bite at that first number. Well, that's I feel like that's the difference between consumers, though, and I feel like that's when you like break down exactly the demographics of exactly who wants to buy. Yeah. Because there's like a certain demographic of what you're saying that would take that, and then there's also a demographic of people who will not take that. It's true. We and I fall, I fall in between the second you and first. You know, you don't sell 10 out of 10 cars all the time. Yeah. You know? I like... I'm gonna be real with you, right? I'm like, I'm not like the worst guy to sell a car to, but as far as sales is concerned, my whole thing is I'm trying to look out for myself. So if I can get the de- the price that I want, even if you feel like you oversold me, I'm like, well, I was already content with paying this price. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So like when it when it comes down to it, like I was like as like as far as cars, I was always that person that so went in there. I would point, even test drive the car. So yeah, that's was, just cool. There was points, I mean, I'm out. There was points with customers like you yep. that wanted this specific car, knew you wanted that car, yep. knew you wanted a specific price, but the price uh-huh. wasn't correct. But in order for us to make you fall in love with it, we would put a plate on that car and let you keep it for like three days. And then you would come back like, "Yo, this shit is so dope." I don't so you were you were banking that. on that. That was something that you're banking on yeah. with a person Once like you me. That was your that was exactly. that was the last line of defense. Pretty much. Once you fell in love with the car, that was it. Because and, and and you know what's funny is I definitely feel that and, and I take it back to you know what I'm saying when I was in the game um you know what I'm saying talk about things that you you know like being a bad person or whatever like back in the game. And there's a, there's a lot of different things that you do in the game that's kind of similar. That's why I've always respected salesmen. But I, you know, what I'm saying there's a part of being a salesman that you have a you have to have a certain level of like flip the switch is what I want to oh, call yeah, it. Oh yeah, definitely. You see what I'm saying to the point where you go from a regular human being to a sales human. Being. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying to the point because when I'm trying to sell you something, you gotta understand. Mm-hmm. Part of selling something is is believing in the product that you're selling. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But th- some of the best salesmen are the ones who can sell you something that they don't even agree with themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm saying those are what we like to call the sharks. Those are what we uh-huh. like to call the 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 the, the, the take no answers. Those are the ones who get the top sales of the of the week. Those are the ones who don't have any families. Those are the ones who don't have any friends. I mean, I they still, have them, but they don't spend time with them because I'm focused on selling something always. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why a lot of the things as far as like, the, if you notice, a lot of things in sales is kind of, is kind of dwindling out. Like, you know, you had the direct the sales mm-hmm. to the point where I come right to your house 
that shit faded out. It, it lasted a while, and then it faded out quickly because you start to realize the swindling mentality. Now when people go to, you know what I'm saying, when you go to a car dealership, a lot of the times, like, you already uh, confirmed, we go to the ones who we feel like we got the best deal from. You see what I'm saying? And it's not even just the fact that, fact that you may think about, like, damn, I got him for a price that he didn't want. Even if that may be a couple of thousands, you know what I'm saying, higher, as long as he got the value for the car. Like, if he didn't have to come back because the car was all fucked up and yeah, all this extra shit. I don't think cars shit. ever went down. To, if we, uh, I think if it ever went to making, like, no money, yeah. like, if it, you just ended up selling the car for what it was worth, uh -huh. I think that nine times out of ten, it, we would let the deal go. Pretty much. Well, that's that's exactly what happens, and that, and, and I, I definitely understand that aspect as far as from a, a, a sales standpoint. Because mm -hmm. it's like now I got to do you, you, I got to do all the paperwork, I got to do all the legwork. What for? Uh, for, for nothing. For, for, for no for, money. For a hundred bucks and like uh, yeah. commission. Well, and that's yeah. when you would be like, well, I'm sorry, we have we can't do it for that price, and then that's when you have a person like me who I like, and, and it's funny that you say like the deposit because like a lot of people don't really get the deposits back, and that's part of the thing. Oh, we used too. to always give them back. It would just be the point of like we didn't want to give them. Yeah, back. what extent would we? Well, to, this to is the thing, though. But I'm saying as far as you're not just going to give it back because they say, oh, let me get my deposit back. Fuck out of here. It, it, I'm going to fuck out of here. I'm going to well, hold on. Exactly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And then when, it, when it's all bring said and done. Bring else. Bring in a manager. Yeah, I mean, if you have it. to call the police, go ahead and call the fucking police. <laughs> That's I mean, exactly what used to happen. But, yeah. you know, I still want, you know what I'm saying? I mean, here, take your fucking deposit back because at the end of the day, that's just bad aura. Mm -hmm. You know, they can, you never, you never, you never can. Um, I've seen a lot, so many car lots. And it's funny because a lot of car lots around the way who have done shanky business and shit like that, people that I've even bought cars from, they're no longer in business anymore. Yeah, like, definitely. you see used car salesmen, like, car lots, they come and they go, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, And it's funny that you see a lot of that. Because it's you know all the same shit, man. So I can tell you, back in the 90s, before we got into it, obviously, we're still kids. Yeah. So if you came on the lot, and we knew that you had good credit, mm -hmm. whatever car that you came in that you were trading in, we were taking your keys and throwing it on the roof. Mm -hmm. You weren't driving home with that car. You were not leaving. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like the, literally, like literal about, keys on the roof. Literal. Like, you want to talk about some shady shit? The '90s were the worst <laughs> era ever. Literal keys on yeah. the roof. Yeah. Throw your fucking keys on the roof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That happened. You know what's funny though? I feel like you you can only do that because you're not doing that to somebody that's like you know what I'm saying who like say for like what about what are those like you ever see like an instance where a guy like you know is a known drug dealer. Like yeah, you, like yeah, you can you know he's a drug dealer, absolutely. But he got the cash. Sold cars to Have drug you still dealers. sold the car to him? Absolutely, Hell I've yeah. done it. Absolutely, I've done it. I like y'all. I like y'all. Absolutely. Uh, well, strippers they make honest pay. Yeah, strippers make honest pay. I can say like an honest like they go out there and they like work for that dog. That's why I like see like 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 you know what I'm saying like waiters like you know what I'm saying waitresses and stuff like that. The, uh, you remember the owner of the strip club that bought that truck Peter. off me? Yeah, we'll call him Peter. Peter. He fucking came there and dropped fucking. Almost twenty grand in cash right on my desk, and was like, "Here we go." Yeah, that's I'll the type of time that, that. we all done. And then we name dropped him to get into the strip club. Yeah, that, we actually went to the strip club <laughs> that day. Yeah, that, that was that, a, that was a story. That's in a itself. story. Yeah, that's a story. It's crazy though because Holy like, shit. as far as like you know, I was thinking this shit. I'm like, I got a lot of stories as far as like you know, people may perceive like, wow, that was fucked up, and it was even a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, she hasn't told any fucked up stories. She says she doesn't have any. Probably because I'm inherently a good person. Yeah, I don't even try. It just hurts me to do bad things to bad people. And that's what's going to wrap to, up this episode be because <laughs> it, it's full circle back to 42. Now, now she's judging us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't judge you guys. I feel like just like I was saying, the environment that you're be in, that kinda, it comes with the territory. It's not that you are that type of person. It's that you had to do those certain things. to. I to feel like money. it's just insight. You know what I'm saying? If somebody sits back and tells me some shit that I wouldn't do that they've done, 
I don't really necessarily look at it like, oh, wow, like, you know what I'm saying, like that. I just look at it like, wow, that's insight of what a person like that who's in that type of mind frame, who's in that environment, what they were willing to do. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Even if I don't agree with it, it's some hardcore, harsh shit that a lot of people, but it's like to get inside of the mind of that person, like for a person that, that is a rapist. You see what I'm saying? That's hey. a fucking hard. That's horrible. But Absolutely. to get into the mind of a person who does this, you can stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like who who is who's going to be willing to sacrifice their mind to do that? That's like well, really to hard. Just try to understand why people are. Doing this is what I'm saying. Why does somebody fuck around? Why does somebody love violence? Why does you know what I'm saying? Why does somebody choose violence? Or you know what I'm saying? Why does somebody love fucking skydive? Why does somebody love adrenaline? Like it's just little. It could be the the simplest things or the or the most harsh things that society doesn't you know want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So, I think this was a great first first real episode. Because I think you knocked it out of the park. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I think I, you threw the keys on the roof with this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boom, 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 boom. That's what I'm talking about. Womp, womp, womp. How you like that? All the sound effects. I want to thank you guys for being on here. Hey, anytime. And I hope you all will come back sometime and share some more stories with me. But until next time... I only time, got dark stories, man. I don't got no, like... <laughs> I'm saying, like, keys on a roof type <laughs> shit, man. I don't got no shit like that, man. Like, we got some shit that's like some shit that'll make you think about life. Like, damn. Damn. Those are the those are the podcasts that we'll have to email to people individually. Yes. I mean, it's it's more like listeners beware, so man. It's like, uh, you know, if you want... Because there's some things that is like the hardest truth that maybe... Because there's a lot of people that, in like, in this day and age, who just want to learn and want to understand information. That's how hip-hop got so big. You know what I'm saying? That's how, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things get so big is because there's an interest for it. And I'm not usually there, so I want to see your insight of it. You know what I'm saying? You I'm not promised me ponies, host. Arrested today. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be some shit. Statue of limitations, baby. And that's why I will never, ever disclose names or locations. Or nothing. Or nothing. That's so, it, man. Yeah. And honestly, that... That's it. That's a that's a wrap on this episode. Again, I appreciate y'all being here. Make sure you guys go to our new Instagram page at Corrupted Podcast. There will be updates. We want insights. There'll be giveaways coming real soon. Stay tuned for more, and we'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,